0: Good morning ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Light of Valentia, Progressive Astrology and Vedic Talks channel. Today we are going to be speaking a little bit about two aspects that the soul plays out when it comes into this dimension. To recap, the soul, the energy of the sun where we all come from as souls is pure abstraction. It does not have any desire if you want to call it that the soul's desire is just expansion and expansion in this dimension of 3d existence has played out through two aspects that's where it all comes down to whatever we have studied so far in all this previous podcasts it comes down to two aspects of where the soul wants to play out And this is how it is represented in the charts and we'll talk about it a little bit later on. The two aspects, what does the soul come in to play out as? I offer you this. The soul comes to play out as two components. First aspect is the will and the second aspect is desire. So the soul comes out to play in this dimension in terms of will and in terms of desire. The will is the propensity of the soul which wants to carry out action in the physical world. The desire is to experience itself in the basic six components that we spoke about in the new human being series. The six components of the new human being what comprises the human as a being is compassion, love, understanding, knowledge, balance and beauty. So these are six components that the being comprises of. So it wants to experience these which are the essential nature of the soul's being. In the physical dimension it comes to play out and experience different aspects according to the twelve ascendants and the twenty-seven nakshatras or the constellations. (coughs) So that's what the soul plays out as. That's the will. Will means it's an outward driven energy. It's a male energy which wants to experience. It's an energy that wants to move things. So it can go outward, it can go inward. For example, in Aries it wants to go outward and create. Mars, that is, in Scorpio it wants to go inward and seek the depths. So energy can move in any direction, outward, inward, as we already saw so that's the will component I will do this I will create so and so I will make so much money or in any of the things that we do in physical world I will serve I will work I will make so many million dollars or whatever it is that's the will the desire component is the being component where the the elements of what the soul wants to experience and feel it as. It's the component of the heart. You could also say the will is the component of the mind where the, the talents of the mind or intellect, Mercury in this case, is being used in different aspects. That's the will. The desire component is of the heart. It's where things are finally felt. It's the final receptacle of all experience of life. That's where all the experience lines in. Where does the experience land in? It becomes part of that abstract entity we call the soul. Now, because it has we call a soul, we think it's an individuated identity, yes, it is, but in the form of ego only. The whole idea of Vedic texts, what they drive towards, is they say the soul has come to dissolve the boundaries of the ego and merge with all that is, unified consciousness, the unified field of everything, all that is. But the soul becomes individuated in the ego structure and the ego structure can play out only through will and desire. What would be the planets, astrologically speaking, which would be responsible for Lil? Well, straight off the bat you can think of Mars, you can think of Saturn, Mars who wants only action. Saturn who wants fame, who wants to ground and make physical structure out of things, who is a rebel. Jupiter who wants to gain knowledge, who wants to physically make things happen in your 3rd house, 5th house, ninth house 11th house, all these are houses of gains, gains of education, gains of wealth, gains of family, gains of children. These are all gains if we evaluate the chart in terms of gains or losses. But if we had to talk about progressive astrology, we had to kind of go beyond this narrow confines of gains and losses. In essence, the whole idea, according to Vedic texts, of gains and losses is illusionary. This is the Maya. Maya or the illusion says that all of this is an illusion. The thing that you think that you will gain something out of a person or out of life or out of the material world or things that you will lose as in people, as in wealth, as in health. These are all components of that illusory part called Maya. It's an experience which seems to be very real while we are in 3D. But that's just from this life, from birth to death. That's all it is. It only assumes that kind of a posturing in terms of... playing out in illusion. It's like a drama. It's like a stage. You're staging a drama where different roles are being played, but it's just an end drama. It's not nothing real about it. So we got to stop thinking in terms of real gains and losses and just think in terms of pure experience. Everything is an experience here. Life itself is Every learning, every relationship you've had, everything is just an experience. This is how the Vedic texts look at it. And there is no need actually for anything called growth. There is no growth required for the soul because the soul is a part of oneness of all that is. So what is the soul coming in for? Again, we go back to expansion. That's all it's coming for. This is the main essence of the Vedic teaching. You're just here to expand and learn, quote-unquote. Again, the soul has nothing to learn as such, but this is what it comes down to. The soul wants to experience things in order to expand its knowledge or how this thing works or how that thing works. Because it tends to separate itself out from the all that is and make itself into an individualized self, the journey goes from individuation to non-individuation or dissolution or mukti or moksha or samadhi or whatever you want to call it. So many terms are used to describe liberation. What do you getting liberated from? From the egoic structures. So when we speak of astrological charts, this is what the snapshot of the heavens shows for a an individual. It is the components of will and components of desire. The desire would be where Venus wants to go, where Neptune is, where Moon is. Moon is the strongest component according to Vedic texts because the nearest to the planet it affects the most. (coughs) This is why the lunar mansions of the 27 constellations of the Moon play out through the Moon and not the Sun. One might ask, well, why doesn't sun play out through this nakshatra? Well, sun is the 12 houses of the zodiac, moon is the 27 mansions. That's the way it is told. The story goes like that. So, will and desire, these are the two components in which we act with. So, when you evaluate a chart, when you evaluate a person through the chart, look at what the will components are, what Mars is doing there, what sun is doing there sun as individualized in the self becomes the ego where the sun wants to achieve fame like leo the fifth house or where the sun is physically sitting in the witch house in a horoscope that's where the ego wants to achieve some recognition or wants to go there and do something with regard to the house so that's one of the will components in an astrological chart Mars is another one where the drive is there, where the aggression and drive to do something, take action. That's the Mars energy. So Mars is another of the will component, you might say. The third one would be something like Mercury, intellect, because intellect is a volatile energy. Again, it wants to move, it wants to logically reason, it wants intellectual gains, it wants to say, I know this stuff. I know that, or I want to learn about this, or I want to teach about this, and so on and so forth. So Mercury is also an intellectual component. Then we come to the emotional components. Well, before that, Saturn. Saturn is the one who wants to ground. He's a gaseous planet that doesn't know who he is. He's always etheric in the lower realms, in the other side these one thing that is misunderstood is people think just because uh entity is devic or subtle or have subtle bodies compared to the gross body we have that they have no desires i'll let you know a secret this devic entities <coughs> and the energies which are non-physical so to speak well they all are physical but they're just having subtle physical bodies highest desire is to come to this physical body and ground because there's nothing to be felt on the other side. There's no five senses, remember. So they want to come and experience things in physical. A lot of things have gone wrong in the physical realm here because of this desire of the other side. So not all is benevolent on the other side as well. That's a misunderstanding if you would want to go there. Because the experience of the physical is the highest experience possible in a physical body, in the physical dimension. It is not felt on the other side. Other side is more conceptual. Anyway, so Saturn is this gaseous guy who wants to ground. That's why Saturn signs always want to achieve fame, recognition. It's a rebellion energy that wants to go out there and do stuff, build buildings, build cars, build fancy stuff. So Saturn is another component of will, you might say. It's got a strong will to accomplish things. Mars, Saturn, Jupiter, etc. Jupiter is this halfway bridge because Jupiter wants to even give you things which help you feel the desire inside. Jupiter gives you wealth. Jupiter gives you kids and family. Jupiter gives you uh, knowledge, wisdom so this makes a person in a chart know who they are experience of the being itself not what you gain and lose through the gain and loss it provides you the experience of you who you are or what you are about that's what jupiter is like a bridge between will and desire it provides both jupiter also provides a drive to have that knowledge or gains then come the desire components, pure desire components, the Venus and the moon, straight off the bat there. Venus provides you the sense of art, beauty, everything, everything that the soul itself is about. The essential component of the being is different from the essential component of action or will. The being is about desire, the will is about action. This is what is shown in the human being diagram in our our, uh, human being series so if you evaluate in terms of will and desire you can pretty much capture all the things that a person will do in life or where they are driven towards or which is their happy place or blissful place following the bliss that's what this means here and ascendant is the starting point where it all starts for every individual in the chart this, my g- ladies and gentlemen, is the short take on will and desire components. I want you to reflect on this. These things require reflection, it requires more pondering, it requires more intuition and in your participation to know more about these things. I'm sure you'll come up with a dozen more stuff. That's the way knowledge is. It's ever-expansive. Meanwhile, take care, have a good day, subscribe to my YouTube channel and get in touch with me if you want activations for your chart on my Facebook page link which is provided. Have a good day and be safe and I'll catch you tomorrow with more good stuff.